0: August 26th, 2 Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. This letter is from Paul, appointed by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from our dear brother Timothy. We are writing to God's church in Corinth and to all the Christians throughout Greece. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you His grace and peace. All praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the source of every mercy and the God who comforts us. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When others are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. You can be sure that the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with His comfort through Christ. So when we are weighed down with troubles— It is for your benefit and salvation, for when God comforts us, it is so that we, in turn, can be an encouragement to you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. We are confident that as you share in suffering, you will also share God's comfort. I think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and completely overwhelmed and we thought we would never live through it in fact we expected to die but as a result we learned not only to rely on ourselves but on god who can raise the dead and he did deliver us from mortal danger and we are confident that he will continue to deliver us he will rescue us because you are helping by praying for us as a result many will give thanks to god because so many people's prayers for our safety have been answered.
1: There comes a time in every life when quit looks good. There comes a time in every job, in every marriage when quit looks good. When problems seem insurmountable, when the giants seem unbeatable, when the mountains seem unmovable, when defeat seems absolutely inescapable, and retreat seems like your only logical option. I want you to remember it is always too soon to quit. Say that with me, it is always too soon to quit. Christopher Marley said, and I quote, someone who is a big shot is only a little shot who kept on shooting. Persistence is a fire in your bones that will carry you through ridicule, that will carry you through rejection and reversal. Persistence does not need public approval. Persistence does not need a slap on the back. Persistence could care less about being politically correct. Persistence says, in faith, mountain get out of my way. Persistence says, nothing is impossible to those that believe. Persistence says, if God be for you, who can be against you? Persistence Persistence says, the victory is ours through Christ the Lord. Persistence says, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Persistence says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Persistence looks at 10,000 coming against you from every direction, as King David and says, the host should encamp against me. Let battle arise and let his enemies be scattered. You're looking at the winner here. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Give him praise and glory the house. Quit living life looking in the rearview mirror. Quit looking at the mistakes of yesterday and say it prohibits me from being all I can be today. Every page in this book says press on, endure, fight back, win, for greater is he that is within you than he that's within the world. Fight back. You're a child of God. The royal blood of heaven is flowing in your veins. God does not sponsor flops and he does not manufacture junk. You are a child of the most high God. You're going to stand in the winner's circle. You're not going to be the victim. You're going to be the victor because Christ is Lord over your situation. Only believe all things are possible for you. Never give up. Never, 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 never give up. Stay at it. If you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. If you get whipped, go home and lick your wounds and come out the next day this book says nothing is impossible to you. If you believe that that one verse will transform your mind and your life. This book says greater is he meaning the Holy Spirit that is in you than he that is within the world. This book says if God before us who can be against us. This book says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This book says let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap. If we faint not that means press on That means endure. That means God cannot fail and you're not going to give up. That's not an option for a child of God. This means you are going to be the winner. Listen to this and write it down if you can't remember it. You're never going to outgrow warfare. You simply must learn to fight. I hear people saying to me all the time, When is it going to get easier? When you die. Warfare is a normal New Testament Christian posture. Get used to it.
2: If you are coming to Christ, you have to repent, which means turn from your sin. There has to be something in the heart. It says, I'm not playing this kind of a game. I'm coming to God, and I'm going to turn from sin. I'm going to trust God for the power to turn from sin. What I see in this book, I'm going to obey it. By the strength of Christ within me, I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to walk in newness of life. I'm going to be a living testimony in the midst of a darkened generation that Jesus Christ is alive. He is sitting at the right hand of all power. He does give a song, and He does give a step. He does give assurance to those who belong to Him. Praise be to God. I will come to God with my struggles. I will come to God with every battle that comes into my life. I will cry out like David did in Psalm 18. If the assemblies of the ungodly make me afraid, even if hell seems to be on every side, I will call out to God and he will come and strengthen me. Praise be to God. To live as a Christian is to live a supernatural life, not a natural life. It's to live in a completely other realm. It's to have a totally different value system. It's to be delivered from the corruptions of this world and brought into the value system of an incredible kingdom that has never an end to it. It's we leave the beggarly things of a perishing planet and we embrace the heart of God which is for fallen men, fallen women, fallen children that they might know that there is a Savior who loves them.
0: Psalm 40, verses 11 through 17. There is warring going on. So often, David found himself surrounded by danger, and all he could do was turn to the Lord for help. You may not be battling against armies, but you are part of a spiritual warfare that demands diligence and devotion. We'll read about worshiping here in this passage of Scripture. No matter what the problem, David took time to worship the Lord. When you do this, It helps to put things into perspective, and you begin to see what God is doing for you. The important thing is that God is magnified. You may get impatient with Him, but He thinks about you, and He's working everything together for your good. Put your faith in that and trust the Lord. Psalm 40, verses 11-17 through Lord, don't hold back your tender mercies from me. My only hope is in your unfailing love and faithfulness. For troubles surround me, too many to count. They pile up so high, I can't see my way out. They're more numerous than the hairs on my head. I have lost all my courage. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble Be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha! We've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great! As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord is thinking about me right now. You are my helper and my Savior. Do not delay, O my God. Proverbs 22, verses 2 through 4 The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord made them both. A prudent person foresees the danger ahead and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and long life.